0: They say marketing is a madman's game. So now we turn it over to the Marketing Madman with Nick Constantino and Trip Joel on Extra
1: 1063FM.
2: Welcome to the Marketing Mad Men. Nick Constantino here, and we have a special guest uh, of this station of Extra 1063. We have Mr. Tug Howard.
3: Man, it is a pleasure to be here. I appreciate the invite.
2: And, and what you don't know is Tug Howard is, what are we calling it now? Program director, brand ambassador, jack of um, all trades on air, producer, <laughs> booker, yeah, extra, extra, the, extra uh, host of that. other shows yeah, extraordinaire. All that. All that. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. We've done this show now. uh, We're going on, believe it or not, 100 episodes in the next couple of weeks. um, And we haven't talked about the station in which this show is on. Yeah. That's weird,
3: right? It seems odd that we wouldn't promote ourselves, but I'm glad that we are.
2: You know, well, well, I'm promoting myself. Well, I'm, just, I'm promoting yeah. ourselves right. as the the right. greater good of the group. Right. But, but you know, so let's. I'm going to do this a little differently. I'm going to lay out kind of how this conversation is going to go, and then we can have some fun with it. So what I want to talk about, I want to talk about Extra, because how this came about is actually a pretty fascinating story. Um, I can kind of impart what I've heard from David and kind of the behind the scenes. You can impart from the programming. Sure. And let's talk about that. Let's talk about your show going longer and the Kimmer and Bortz, because and, it's, it's a pretty crazy story. No one's doing this stuff in radio right now.
3: Yeah, it seems to be... Something that that only happens once in a while, and you read about it in the trade magazines, and you're like, "Holy cow! They're they're growing that station? How and they can don't that be so... the no, they don't tell the story? No, don't tell the story. They tell they it never, from the yeah.
2: eyes of you know, we're some little guy going up against. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's let we'll tell it how it happens. Uh, mid, mid mid, I want to get your insights on just marketing politics. Sure, we've had Janelle on. Of uh, we've had um, we've had Cody Hall on, who was Kemp's com director, and just the general consensus is political political marketing is completely broken. It's not going to the People who are actually being swayed as voters. You're marketing to the, the to the edges. So I want insights on that. But then I also want to talk a little bit about Braves Country and country music because sure. on Earth. The two things that I know the least about are conservative politics and country music. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Seriously, those are where I stand in my uh, in my all my glory.
2: I, see, and it's funny because Tug and I joke about this. We have the most polar opposite differences in these things, but we usually agree on most things. Oh my
3: gosh! And, and I think that's really the way the world is. No, no uh, the world should be. No, I think it really is. I though do, I, I, th- agree, I don't agree think with you. I don't think we're a. a you know, a unicorn. I think it actually works out that way most often, and and then you get twenty-four hour news cycles that that you know talk to the fringes, and, agree. and they get people worked up. And social media people are really, really brave behind a social behind a keyboard. Of course, people say anything. Of course, Yet
2: in person they're so much more uh, amenable. Of course, and I think I agree. The people who are not yelling the loudest are the ones that are having reasonable conversations that usually meet in the middle. And look, let, you know. Again, we'll we'll get to it, but there's issues that we're going to disagree on, and that's fine. Acknowledge yeah, somebody else; fine. that's completely fine. Uh, and then we'll end with a little fun. We'll talk more about the future and what's coming up for extra, because I see lots on the horizon. That's going to be yeah, very, very very fun. Me.
3: I mean, look, we we extended the morning show for an hour. the The morning show listenership continues to grow, and
2: we're really happy about that. It's it's me and uh, Scott Rhino. Oh, and, and just so everybody knows, for the irony and how freaking weird life is, Scott Rhino and I went to the same high school in Syosset, Long Island. Yeah. Like, oh, the okay. odds of that happening at a conservative talk station that two guys from <laughs> Long Island went to the same high school. Now, Judd Apatow and Natalie Portman went to the high school, so it's yeah. not like it's a small little school, just but sure. insane, and we only found that out about a year just ago. Just randomly. yeah. Ran- and, and randomly and random talking, discussion. like, us. We went where? Yeah, right. So, shout out to the Braves.
3: Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, oh, that, that's their
2: name, too? The, the, the Syosset that? Braves. And then, more irony and then, except the the uh caricature they chose for the native american was a little bit more derogatory oh, okay. yeah it was <laughs> okay they, they had to move remove that one well, it, yeah. it was, it was bad they,
3: but they still call them the braves they still they do just, but they just removed yeah it, they made it. it a tomahawk uh, as opposed oh, yeah. to this really red looking figure that yeah. was just <laughs> yeah. not
2: right in hindsight yeah
3: there you go so uh the, the, scott rano like i said and then uh carlos bedina who came over after gosh probably 15 or 20 years doing sports talk radio and he's Great with numbers. I mean, he can make the most complex sound really, really simple when he pulls out the numbers and, and helps you understand them. So the morning show continues to grow. So we we had a big uh, meeting and, and decided, hey, why don't we extend it an hour? We're going to uh, stop doing Glenn Beck from... Uh, you know, ten to to noon. I'm sorry, nine to noon, and we're going to give you all the extra hour, which is which is great. It's just it's more time to talk, but more local talk, which yeah. is the biggest part so of it, right? It, it's yeah, it's it's people that actually live in the community here in the Atlanta, Georgia area. You know, I, I'm in Alpharetta, Los is in, in coming, and Rhino is in Towns County, up in the mountains, drives a long way in and out each day. But but both of us or all three of us are really passionate about what
2: we're talking about.
3: Yeah. And if you had and to it,
2: get which, which one, by the pictures of you, lived in the mountains, I'd probably guess the one in the freaking overalls. Yeah, so right. It, it kind of makes more yeah. sense when you visually put a punch yeah. on it.
3: <laughs> it's exactly right. If you pull up the uh, the website, you'll see it there. But, um, yeah, it was funny because I grew up with wearing overalls as a kid, and then my grandpa wore overalls my whole life. You know, and and I remember thinking I'm not going to wear those. That, that that's that's two countries. The that's, kid from
2: the kid from Long Island. Yeah, from yeah, Long Island. Exactly. He's, is, a, he's, is, he's
3: culturally enough. appropriating yes, the South. Is. I do. He, I, I trying think, very maybe. hard yeah. to do so. <laughs> exactly. And I
2: and let, we will we will let him do that. And I think context is important here. You know, when WSB made their decision from either the High Castle from wherever they were to leave behind the conservative. Conversation and look, I know why they did it. Right? It is it is divisive for advertisers. Well, that and that station's for sale. That's well, well, the first well, thing. The station was already sold. It was right. already it was already, it already been bought by private right, equity. But 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 the private equity they want to spin it off. It's not like they plan to keep yeah, it. But still, they, they believe that the ratings and the advertisers would be better being more down the middle. So 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 that after all, after a hundred years okay, of success, correct. let's throw that out the window and try throw, something new. Throw, throw it out the window and. And and you see it. I think across the board, when you look, you see the division starting to happen. But I believe two things: one, that everything is cyclical, and it eventually come more back to the middle. So people will have more educated, complete conversations. I
3: know CNN would probably tell you a little bit differently as as we record this morning. The, I know that the man fired. that was you know, know. Chris Light. They were trying to get him to take the station back to the middle. And he just left his job.
2: Corporate America has a very short attention span right now. I'm talking are. maybe five years from now. Things yeah. will start because okay. of, cause of the cyclicality. I'm maybe. talking we have all have very short term thought processes right now because we are in uncertain economic times, so no one's thinking long term process. I think right it now, goes 40. the opposite
3: way. I, I think, I, I think more extreme I think more extreme. Absolutely. I do.
2: So but but the, the point was is that Atlanta is currently the haven for lots of things. Movies, politics, um, sports, everything is being done here. But we were about to let all of the conservative talk be gone, and there was going to be not a station left. So, luckily, because of the way we're built, we're dynamic, we're quick moving. We were able to go snatch up the content, and it all started. It all started uh, in the, in the same spot, and we were we were sitting there all looking at each other, saying, "What content can we grab up all the same time?" So, talk a little bit about that. Talk about Fox yeah. News and how we gobbled sure. all these shows, and what led it to what, and and from there.
3: Yeah. So when uh, David Dickey, Dickey Broadcasting, and and the family were like, "Okay, there's a hole in the market," all of a sudden we had shuttered extra the sports extra it was a sports X, and then we converted sports extra and then and we shuttered that all together because of covid it just wasn't able to sustain itself a second sports it station did its job. No, it did a job it built
2: a farm system yeah, it was absolutely. cool to even see really we tried cool. some stuff over absolutely, there for sure
3: absolutely man it was and it was so much fun hudson mason and i who hudson now does the morning show on 680 the fan in the locker room he and i had an incredible show i mean it was so i'm so proud of that show i still have people stop me and ask me about hey do you all ever do shows and 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 one of our sales guys uh hunter he was like that was my favorite show on of any of that we did so i'm really proud of what we were able to do hudson was fresh out of the out of football he had been you know playing in the in cfl uh, cfl prior to that Saskatchewan, right, whatever it was the is it the rough riders i don't I, know we're gonna yeah. get the red blacks i don't know we're gonna get we're gonna get it wrong but regardless he had just stopped playing professional football and wanted to do this for a living, and they've been calling games for ESPN. So it it did exactly what it's supposed to do, and it was a nice farm system up leading in. So COVID comes around. It it just isn't able to sustain itself with advertising, which, I mean, gosh, think about how many businesses closed. Extra 106.3 at the time did the exact same thing. So they're looking for that hole in the market. You see WSB just changing direction under private equity. Um, A person who runs one of the networks that we carry— says to us, hey, there's some opportunity there. We just got a call from WSB saying, we live in a blue city, red state, blue city. We're going to program more toward our city, so we're getting rid of most of your products. And that included you know, getting rid of a different network, but that included getting rid of the Rush Limbaugh show. Rush had pa- uh, passed, but they were still doing best ofs until they figured out who they were going to fill that yep. slot with. They ultimately filled it with Clay Travis Buck Sexton, which just topped over 500 affiliates in uh, in the United States of America and talk radio. So you start seeing the pieces all start coming together. And you're like, well, wait a minute, maybe we can do something here. So we plug in Rush, and they were doing the best of Rush stuff until until that got uh, settled in. We plugged in the Guy Benson show that uh, we just actually moved to midnight till three in the morning because we went to a local show because the brand continues to grow. But there were just so many options out there.
2: Glenn Beck was available, and at the same time, the entire market landscape is in haywire That's exactly because right. because when you had when you when when it all started going, everyone started programming their own shows to compete right. in midday, mm-hmm. and it started going, but which is always a good thing for a nimble company Absolutely. because we can move faster. Right. anybody. So while most Whoops. stations were trying their first show out, we were already third or fourth host plugging in one day a week, five days a week. That's Kimmer's right. here, Bortz is here. That's so right. we are programming on the fly while they're probably
3: one show consistently trying to get at the catch. That's exactly right. And we did our yeah, the morning show that is now the morning extra. We, we had different hosts and we only did it, as you said, one day a week just to see if there was an appetite for it. And there was. And that's the thing. We kept saying, getting asked, are you going to expand this, expand this, expand this? Finally, we did. We did uh, expand it five days a week from uh, six to nine a.m. And then recently just to uh, six to ten because of the the growth was there. But but, you know, you had the opportunity and and you hit the nail on the head with being nimble. We had the opportunity to get Kimmer back and put him on the radio station live. People had asked about it. Social media has blown up about it. When are you going to bring Kimber back full-time? Because he was just doing a hit with us on Friday mornings at 7.30. And people kept asking, when are you going to give him his own show? When are you going to put him back on the air? The opportunity came up. We moved Guy Benson. That's right. We pushed Pound. Guy Benson, who was terrific, oh, t- t- for tremendous,
2: us. tremendous so guy, so good to us, loved us. I mean, Ryan, we love him. Ryan again on the national yeah, platform, absolutely. and that's why we kept him. two shows. I'm yeah. just saying, like, look, th- there's a huge difference, and they got in lo- it at Fox at Fox Radio. They got it. Difference in local and network, and that's from exactly from right. the sales side. Let me just explain. So we have new software that actually checks the effectiveness of commercials and just the effectiveness of a local commercial versus a national. Now, look, a lot of those national commercials, unfortunately, are just repeated over and over again. Sure. And your ears tune them out, as opposed to local businesses relevant to you. So, the and you effect- change the messaging, the or at least effectiveness the effectiveness you know, of the local commercials makes the product that much better. Because a radio station needs to have emphasis put on the commercials; otherwise, it just becomes dead air and it doesn't flow. And, and they leave.
3: Can we can we talk about that a little bit too? Please. Because we we always say you know we we download the app free, and that's that's sort of true. It is free because of ads and advertisers. But the 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 benefit of that is is that you get free content that you have to suffer through, if you will, commercial sets, but you're not paying for it. Like, we're SiriusXM, you literally have to pay for it. And And the difference with the advertisers on this station, Extra specifically, is they believe in the content. They are living a conservative lifestyle. They support conservatism. So it is a really, really good uh, place to be if you're an advertiser, if you're a broadcaster, or if you've got good agree. content. And they all work in unison together.
2: And I completely, and unfortunately, that is what um, private equity and corporate America has they don't forgotten about. They don't get they it. They have forgotten about it, and there's no cohesion between it. And one of the things that I've really come to realize when you look at this stuff, we grew up... You and I grew up in an age where we were just transitioning to the internet, okay? So we understood you watch commercials to get the content in which you watch. Mm-hmm. That has changed as of late. People expect immediate gratification, so you're almost tricking them into thinking it's ads. Our audience, will they're not suffering through it. They're engaging with it. We get phone calls of people that just call because they heard it on the station, mm-hmm. or tailgates, they wanna stop by and talk to everybody. That makes advertising valuable because people want to engage. They understand the value of the product in which they're being served is tied to advertising. So we're gonna keep going through that conversation because it's an important piece, you are listening to the Marketing Madman on Extra 106.3, and we'll be right back. Hey,
1: everybody. Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car-buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best.
0: The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
1: Now back to the marketing madmen on Extra 1063 FM.
2: Welcome back to the Marketing Madmen on Extra 106.3. You know, Tug, we, before the break, we were talking about that advertisers and the cohesion and how it makes for better radio and how it makes for better, more effective advertising. Um, talk a little bit about your relationship with the advertisers because it's gonna sound like a crazy thing, right? Yeah, I
3: know it is. You're exactly Most right. Most
2: stations, it's not it doesn't work that way. There's it no does not but talk about your relationship with some of the advertisers. Talk about how you doing some of those weekend shows, how you get to know the advertisers, and talk about how you could almost program the station to speak to both the advertisers and the listeners and how that works together.
3: So what I start with is on the air during the morning extra, I always say when you hear an advertiser on this station use their product because they support the things that you support. They believe in the same things that you believe in. It's not just some random company out of New York City or LA or or even here in downtown Atlanta that is just putting their ads here because it meets the demographic requirements. These are people that actually consume the product. These are people that actually believe in the product and share like-minded values. You're basically shopping with the community that you want to live with. It's the reason you move into a neighborhood because they're shared values. It's you, you want to you you know you you care about the the way it looks. You care about the swimming pool. You care about the tennis courts. You care about uh, you care the about trash being, we are like-minded
2: people. We like are tribal people. Human, of course, human beings are tribe. tribal-based people. They gravitate to right. like-minded. And I mean, it happened when we immigrated this country. People moving into little pockets that yep. were so similar with them. I mean, one of the issues you have nowadays is that that family structure is being taken apart. So now we have to look for child care as opposed to staying close to your family. So they look for other tribes, and I just believe that politics happens to be one it's of those little tribe that is that you 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 pledge your loyalty to, but you also get residual value from that loyalty. So no, go on, I just wanted to make sure. No, that. you're right. You,
3: you nailed it. You hit the nail around the head, and we talk about it. Man, I talk about the advertisers on the show because I know them. Tom Gandolfi, who runs Three Bridges Financial yeah. Group, incredible guy. Yeah, awesome, dude. he is. Uh, he's so dialed Tom. In. I hope the house is okay, but yeah. Well, but see, that's the thing when that he reached out to me via text and he's like hey i'm not going to be able to do the show this week can we do a best of show which is just a show that we've done before that still applies that yeah. makes sense to plug in because his house caught on fire and it's that kind of relationship that i have I with mean, him i mean it even made
2: it over to me i That's don't know exactly we right. invite him to play golf with us tomorrow and hopefully to get in mind to yep, escape absolutely.
3: it absolutely but but see that goes back to that local relationship you actually can reach out to him on For a text sure. And say, hey, man, I know things are tough right now. Come out. Let's hang out. Let's clear your head. Let's have a couple cold pops and maybe just take your mind off of things for a little for while. For sure. So you have that. You have people like True Prep that Rhino endorses. And he goes over and has a relationship with the people that run True Prep. For sure. He can tell you the lady that runs the front cash register. He for knows sure. her. The man that runs Not the entire— Not just with the guy cutting that's the checks. Exactly check. right. And for sure. And that's the most important. So when I'm telling the story of Three Bridges Financial Group, or Carlos Medina, front office Lowe's, is talking about Duffy Realty. He's sold houses with Frank sure. and Ronda Duffy. He understands their process and he believes in their process. So when he tells you about it, he's telling you from experience and something that he actually believes in.
2: Yeah, and I think nowadays we, we are so inundated with this influencer marketing, and it, it drives me crazy because what you are what you are pandering to with influencer marketing is the next hot thing, mm-hmm. and that changes so quickly. So yeah, it, with Kylie Jenner selling something, that'll be cool until her biggest competitor goes and sells something, and then it's so as opposed to. Duffy, who's been 30 years, 20 years has been promoting on the station. They sell houses. They have best practices. They have established things. Our endorsers, when you're talking about someone speaking on a product, they are trying the product. They're not just trying. They're they're engaging with your your administrative assistant and with your back end and your salespeople. Some of our most effective clients are ones that their salespeople have been in this building. They've come to games. They listen to the station. So when they show up at someone's house to sell windows or garage door, and they As talk, about, Dan Watkins and they talk about 680 The Fan or The Braves. Do you think that customer cares about a $200 discount when they get to talk and engage? No, because there's because trust. Because they know the rapport, rapport is built. We are extending the trust of the station, whether 680 The Fan, whether Extra, whether Braves, we are extending the trust of that brand onto the advertiser, which goes to the consumer. Can I give you an
3: example? And you said Please. it with $200. Um, the other day, I, I bought something and I, was, I, I took a shortcut. And my wife told me, she's like, you better not, you better not, it's not going to work. And it was $200 off. And it's funny you said that because that's the, and I literally just took the product back to the store because it didn't work. Cause I bought, I went the cheap route. I saved the 200 bucks and it didn't work. It didn't, it didn't function the way it's supposed to. I had to take it back. When you are not worried about two hundred dollars, but you know you get the the product and it works the way it's supposed to, you've got a guarantee behind it, like all Four Seasons garage and doors. You're su- and,
2: and you're supporting. That's right. The community. That's exactly in right. In which you wish That's to be exactly a part, part of. Exactly yeah, right. Man. I, I think it, I think that is something. It's easy to get caught up in the, hey say two hundred. I think it's something that you also age into. Right. We talk Maybe. a lot about aging into things. So you know, you age into sports radio because when you're when you are so busy with kids and work, do you really have time to know what the next hottest song is? Your brain is just function differently you want consistency you want to hear things relevant to you so i think you age into things and i think that's one of the things you age into for example when i bought my first house i did the drywall myself okay Mm -hmm. it was trying to save money it was trying to save money and then i realized that someone can come and do it within 30 seconds for a couple hundred bucks so you learn what's worth doing and what's not working doing what you spend money on what's worth time that changes as you age and
3: and i love what you said there worth your time is now I ordered it, waited on it to get there, plugged it all in, got it all set up. It didn't work. I had to take it all back. And the time Reap is that opportunity cost. Like exactly economics.
2: right. I think we fail as a as a we country we in do. explaining and look. My, I, I went Tom to University of Maryland we were in economics I was a finance major and the average of the class was like a 62 which became an A that's how broken economics is oh, and I God. get it it's fundamental principles it's very complex but we gotta understand supply and demand we gotta understand opportunity cost like the worst thing in the world is watching Taco Bell promote a free taco and watching people line up for two hours for a $1.50 taco it's insane. conceptually you just it's spent insanity. 75 cents you're you paying yourself 75 cents an hour it is just bonkers that people don't understand I mean look It applies to radio. One of the advantages we've had as a station is we sell out all the time, which means if I don't get the spot in which I want, someone else will pay more, which means I'm kicking you to the curb. It's like the airlines. And if you really have that and you truly have that, your life is so much easier. First of all, you're selling a product people want. And if you're selling to product, people, it's easier to sell. Right, right.
3: Well, Braves baseball for 680 The Fan, and then sports content because we focus on college football being
2: huge in the I South. Agree, I agree Conservative with you. politics here on Extra. You are selling a lifestyle. That's right. Yeah. We are That's selling right. on both stations. We are selling a lifestyle. And we've gotten so caught up in instant gratification and social media and blah, 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 blah. That is not lifestyle. That is product oriented. We are lifestyle oriented. You don't buy a Mercedes because you saw an ad and you clicked. You bought a Mercedes because they marketed you for 20 years we have built a culture of lifestyle-based people that have similar enough interests, okay? And w- with the best benefit is that 6A of the Fan and Extra are polar opposites in the sense we hyper-focus on politics on Extra. We avoid it like the plague on 6A of the Which Fan. Which is really smart. Well, what's really smart, but also how many things do do blue and red agree on? How many things does Fair the feet. CEO <laughs> and a valet parker agree on when they get in that stadium, they're all Braves cheering man. for the Braves, yeah. which is different than college football. Because if you went to Auburn, you, no, are, not, right. you are not rooting for the University of Georgia. Well,
3: it's exactly right. And and one of the smartest things that the Braves did, and we'll, we'll give them kudos here because they're one of our best partners and our biggest partners. When they did those co-branded hats, Braves on the front and your college team on the side, I thought, these guys understand. Monday through Friday and then again on so so I guess I should say Sunday through Friday, we all cheer for the Braves. On Saturday we're at each other's throat because I can't stand Auburn. Would never cheer for him. Would never cheer for him. But 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 we're all under the Braves envelope and, and everybody in the Southeast. And is. kudos to the
2: Braves. Kudos Stings to you know, recognize it. Let's call it what it is. It's also you caught Atlanta at the right time. I mean you're you're a cultural hub of the entire Southeast. And that Southeast also, you bring up college football, is SEC contingent. So I expect that to continue to push west to Oklahoma and even to Texas to some extent because of college football and the culture that exists here to even make its way over that way. I know it sounds crazy because Texas is its own wild beast, it is, it but is. I really envision some of that culture to start overlapping and start some of the Braves to even push further with that SEC because they are pre-packaged. SEC football, Georgia, Auburn, they're packaged with the Braves because Alabama doesn't have a team. That's right, They're packaged with the Braves. So I imagine that to all you know, and it also shows how powerful sports is and it's understated if, you, if I'm being honest, how powerful powerful I mean if you look and we could talk advanced analytics and data in a second but if you look one of the things that is always on an affinity report for every company sports is always in a top five, and it's always and it's in look Super because Bowl. it affects everybody. Super Bowl, what? One hundred fifty million people watch mm-hmm. it. It's less than half the country, but that is still half still the country. The country. And country. doing something. So you know, it, 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 it. We and we could go on on this. And honestly, my my big takeaway, my big importance is that just hearing the cohesion. Just so everybody knows. I asked Tug to do this with me yesterday. Yeah, this is not a pre-planned conversation That's about right. the station. This it's was literally in. like we we we're not going to be on the same page in everything because uh, we our goals are different, right? We're trying to go sell. They're trying to program. It's not going to always be the same. But the cohesion. That goes into it, and how the product and everything comes together is really important. And if you're going to a- market and advertise, that is the type of partner that you want to be with.
3: And it is so rare. I've worked. At, I've worked in radio for 22 years. It is so rare to have cohesion between sales that understand. Hey, we can't bombard. But we, we, can, we can put something on there that we can talk about. And, and when there's a relationship with advertisers, it's genuine. Because a lot of times the sales folks are able, especially big corporations, to just drop it in your lap. Do with it whatever you got to do. Make it work. That's not the way it works no. here, which is no, what I love about can't. it. Hey, we dis- we sit down and discuss. Here's something that we want to promote, one of the advertisers needs to promote. How can we make this work? We even did it with the uh, the local fire department yep. with our fire and first yep. responders breakfast, and there was not even a sales component to it. The only thing that was involved as far as a uh, There a, will be on the next one. Well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Which would be crazy not to. But but it was uh uh Flying biscuit. They yeah. brought they brought food
2: out, and we gave them credit for bringing food out because why wouldn't you? Thank you for bringing yeah, And, that and out. That's not you know this is not this is, Waffle House is a fantastic institution. Absolutely, right? but you're bringing flying biscuit. You're bringing like it's like sixteen dollars a plate of food. It's kind of yeah. insane, and they are coming out to support these causes. That's the other really important thing here is is it's different bringing McDonald's sausage biscuits as opposed to bringing a food truck and serving food that's on right. the spot. It's pretty crazy when you get the yeah. I, look, I. Again, I'm not telling people that they need to be advertised with us, but if you oh, knew no, the then thought— you should be. You, you should be. Oh, yes, you, I you thought, are. No, why? If, if you knew the thought that went <laughs> into all this stuff—and here's the crazy thing, guys. This station, I'm going to call the first 45 days, like, our head on fire. No one knew oh, what we were oh doing. Oh, my gosh. Which means this station has only existed for two years. Do you know what we can accomplish? Do you know what happens, knock on wood, when we get that bigger signal, when we get this in front of more people? Do you know what happens when the app and everything catches on, and they realize that there's a podcast platform, and what a star Janelle is, and even, even Burnett, what Remember a pain Burnett? in my ass. Oh God my bless. What a pain. But I'm, ben, I'm I love really, him. you better be listening to this. What a pain <laughs> in my ass he is. But he's I not because he's in Hawaii. But I listened to his Brian Jordan episode yesterday, yeah? Okay, the CEO of, of, of First Horizon Bank. Yeah? And Ben, the people he's getting is accretive to what we are trying to do. And it is a partner of ours. That the, all these things are coming full circle. Nobody is doing business like this. Not radio, not TV, not social media. not Websites. Nobody uh, yeah. is doing business no. like this. And the word is spreading. And being able to do this show right now, the word is spreading. What name a company in America that has a sales guy that's hosting like a marketing show on the on that platform? On the platform yeah. Just to talk about it. No Nothing. one's ever said sell something. No, I'm of just course. I just get on a mic and talk and I we and we enjoy it and we have conversations like this. So I'm not saying work with us. I'm saying when yes, you go out, I am we, that's good. That one we planned. To yeah. have the programming guy say work with us. But what I'm saying is look deeper, find talk to partners, find this stuff out. So We've our own horns enough, so yes, let's enough. let's transition here. So the, the
3: advanced analytics are a big deal, and I know you're such an expert in it. So I enjoy hearing about it because it's fascinating to me to know the words that I say actually can cause somebody to react.
2: Yeah, and and. I was going a different route, so we'll touch this one one quickly because it's important. So I just sat – Jeff Green of the trade desk did a huge thing about uh, the uh, open web and what's going to happen. Data is going to be more – this is all going to be data-based. And what's coming out is – you cannot have AI without proper data sets. So we've been working really hard on creating the data sets in which explains who the audience is, how to go after them, how to target. You know, this is multiple touch points. So if we know when you come to our website, your your proclivity is to go to X, Y, Z of the page, we can change our advertising messages around that. Sounds complex, and it is, but really it's not because it's intuitive once you start doing it. So the data sets are not only saying, here's who the listener is, the data sets are saying, hey, they change based on X, Y, and Z in real time. So when COVID happened, Hotels, which used to be a number one thing, dropped all the way to the bottom. Education came up. We're seeing in real time the changing. Unfortunately for Nielsen, their, their methods of getting data are so old and antiquated, antiquated that data. you'll never even see a change because it's, you don't even see the data for two years. So we now will fill that with real time. The next step of this is going to be zero-party data. And we will have info on, our, on who they are, where they live, based on events we do, email blasts. That zero-party data will be the culture and center point of AI as we move forward.
3: Yeah, it's fascinating because if you just take me, I'm a, a guy that was born and raised Northwest Georgia, I love the Braves and the Bulldogs. I drive a, a red pickup truck, you know, and, and, you know, I live in Alpharetta, Georgia. Um, I'm married with a kid that's about to go off to college, so there's no telling what you could come up with just using that piece of information but i guarantee you could hit every website that i go to you can yes. and it's scary sometimes yes. a little scary yes
2: and we we have we have we have backed off just put it this way we had access to some stuff for a little while that i didn't think was right that we backed off of it we pulled out of a system that was uh, pulling average credit scores of people and stuff like that wow. and it got really really messy and nasty and so one of the first things you're going to see is a new opt-in policy when you come to the web it's just going to say in the bottom hey well you know we're collecting data you can leave if you want to but so that's the first step is acknowledging what's going on because sometimes you feel like oh this is a clean there's no clean site no, no one never, you're going to never if you are not paying for someone you are the commodity in which it's being that's traded. that's exactly right and you are the commodity in your data and your eyeball so um that, that'll be the first step and then that zero party data will give now what i will say is that you you're a perfect example you fit the bill without even having data we know who our audience is what this does is it fills in some gaps and it paints a picture with data so I'll give you an example you, if you were to ask every single one on this company, who goes to a salon? Okay, mm-hmm. no one would say they go to a salon. Mm-hmm. However, the top five things on our analytics are going to a salon. Then I say, okay, guys, when you go get your hair cut, do you get a beer when you show up? Do you get a glass mm-hmm. of water? Do they use a hot towel and a massage? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I go. That's a salon, dummies.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> just because you don't call it that, don't mean just it. just don't tell your buddies. So right. the
2: other one that's always funny is fast food. Right? Nobody goes around and be like, yeah, man, house taco last night. Holy crap! But you know what? We're busy. We do. We always do. shows up. So it's supporting these things, these little gaps that fill in, and then it makes you feel as like damn, why do I have to lie about that? Like, Everyone's going to a salon. This is part yeah. of business. And that yeah. changes who we can go after for advertising. So all it's doing is filling gaps. All it's doing is making us smarter and more strategic with how we do business. Which,
3: which benefits advertisers.
2: Right. It's in its infant stage. But I'll tell you this. Because we are so small and nimble... We will use the data better because by the time you're the big company, by the time it starts at the top, funnels its way to a research director, funnels its way to a local market, to the president of a local market, to the – it is destroyed. It's two years later. You're, too. you're, you're just – you have no idea what's really going on. Because we're so small and because we have this huge set of data coming with the Braves and everything, we can really be nimble and dynamic in how we advertise, and it's going to only advance over the next – it's going to accelerate over the next 12 months. And to kind of put the bow on that.
3: Then it gets to us because I become acquainted as a broadcaster. I become acquainted with the client, and I learn what they're doing, and I learn who they are and about their family. And then when we're back on the radio and I say, hey, there's a new advertiser. It's X, Y, and Z, and they do this, that, or the other thing. I have met these folks. They are one of us. They sure. have the same beliefs. For sure. That's the reason they're advertising. They want to talk to you because it's all in the same community, and you support the people that support you. It's a it's like a big circle, man. It's almost like a, a giant pat on the back for everybody, for everybody. because it's beneficial and for then, everybody.
2: And then take that one level further. So the advertisers, they're in community. Okay? We are learning things that can benefit the advertisers. So now we become a resource to the advertisers. You know how many people come to me with digital questions? We don't sell digital. I have no interest in it. The margins aren't there. But if I know more than the digital seller, what do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to spend more money in radio with me because now I'm a resource giving them information and telling them? So you know, my biggest frustration, one of the reasons we do this show, uh, media agencies, they're 16 agencies per company, none of them talk to each other. So if your radio strategy doesn't meet your media strategy, doesn't meet your analytics strategy, you're being screwed. They're all benefiting what makes money for them, but they're not pointing to each other, which is how you would benefit. So we're working on it. Um it you know and it's a fascinating conversation. I don't talk about it a lot. Just I don't like to brag about what we're doing. Uh but right now But that's the whole point of the show is to brag about what we're doing. Right now we are in a state For this company, where we are doing things quickly, dynamically, that people aren't in the realm of possibility of doing, and as we get better at it, and as people come aboard, I think that there's going to be even more opportunity to create campaigns based on advanced data, but with the insights and the experience of people have been doing this for 20 years. You cannot rely on data. You cannot create an emotional connection to a product, good, or service with data. We have existed for 20, 30 years this year because we have made an emotional connection. If someone's telling you that data can create that emotional connection, they're the robot or the AI or you're being lied to. The other thing is is that we don't just do
3: radio shows, and and I think probably a lot of people realize that, but we don't just broadcast and play ads. We do events. We do concerts. We're in the business we of have, content creation. That's exactly. We create con- and content. And the lines are blurring. Oh, of course they are. We create content, but we also spend time out in the field like with our tailgates and the things that the, the the information that we gather there, the people that we connect with there, the relationships that we build there, the tailgates is would tailgating be our, our tailgates, would that be the second most important thing we do in this building? Right now, yes. And I would call tailgates
2: tailgates events because that bleeds over to golf tournaments and community and everything. But yes, the tailgates, what, what, what we were doing wrong is we were looking at the tailgates as part of the business as opposed to a fuel source. So one of the biggest issues we had to overcome was we always thought we were cannibalizing our radio. Okay, So we were thinking that if we, if they go to radio and they leave to go to something else, they're leaving. The truth is we want to get them into the ecosystem however we can. And wherever they go in it, we're making sure that, that they stay in that circle that you kind of drew out. However they come in and enter our little thing doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the door it's they that come that in. that we're talking about each yeah. thing. So if you're a podcaster, you know what? Podcasts straight, go way past the boundaries of our radio station signal. So they come in. But maybe when they're coming to an SEC championship, all of a sudden they want to come to our tailgate. And maybe now they feel community, so they want to listen to the radio station. Or they pick up the Braves and realize there's a station that talks about the Braves all day long as opposed to ESPN, which is still somehow talking about the NBA finals. The NBA has been going to the final, the playoffs have been going on for two and a half months. How could I still care? How could I possibly still care if it's been going on for two and a half months? So, so. Uh, that's the part and uh, events are important but remember we're about to do our golf tournament two-day golf tournament 288 golfers 34 whole sponsors we're gonna cut show a check for 30 grand And not only are gonna cut a check for 30 grand but they're talked about on the radio station for six weeks what's the value of that you know what they've been on they've been a part of that tournament for about 25 years they see the value in it that's another thing people don't talk about how much money because of our charter our public charter that we have to give back to the community and have to is a wrong word because we go so far above. No, the we
3: like we appreciate it. We enjoy it. Look, my, I had I, my brother passed at See You know, he was diagnosed with cancer at CHOA. Ultimately, passed at Saint Jude. I have a passion for children's healthcare of Atlanta, as does everybody in this building, and that's why you're, you're right. We have to by law. We have to with the FCC. But it's something that we embrace and then we carry out to yeah. the marketplace. And
2: I only bring up we have to by law because nobody else is burdened with such things. Yeah, right. Like, Podcasts. I mean, the things no. you can do on the internet. Yeah, I mean, right. you can do internet, a snuff yeah. film and someone die, and Ooh, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be two weeks before somebody takes off the internet. You know, I say on air, and, I'm, and it's over. Yeah, right. Beep that flounder. <laughs> it, it, you, know, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? So, so it, it really, it really. I, that's why I say it because it has become a point of pride for us. That we, a point of pride for us that we do it, but we have just gone so far with it. So yes, events and that ability to con- touch the consumer. You know, one of the biggest things in the last 40 seconds are Falcons tailgates where our competitors' listeners come into our tailgates, okay? And,
3: and I've seen that happen in How real time, foolish in person. How
2: can we be to not want them to be there. Of course, invite them. You're infiltrating by That's right. accident. That's right. And get them there and say, you know what? Have you listened to our morning show? Do you know how often they talk about the Falcons or the Hawks? Do you have that, company? have you tried it? Because all of a sudden when they become part of our community, it becomes easier to not look at us as a competitor, but part of that community. And then when the other competitor is so bad-mouthing us, it makes us look bad every time. So, you know, look, I, I was gonna go a different way with this. We're gonna do it in the next segment. Okay. Um, but you've been listening to the Marketing Mad Men on
1: Extra 106.3 and we will be right back. located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. The winningest team in baseball
0: also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win.
1: Now back to the marketing madmen on extra 1063 FM. Welcome back to the Marketing Man Man on
2: Extra 106.3. I'm very much enjoying my conversation with Tug Howard. And, you know, we've known each other. We've had these conversations a long time. I think putting it on the mic is, is just a fun way to kind of put a pin in a lot of this. For sure, man. So Absolutely. I, enjoying I appreciate it. you having me. So, all right, we're going into another election cycle. Yes, okay? we are. And, yep.
3: and well, but, but that's the thing. It's, always an, elec- it's always an election cycle. That's the difference in sports because in front office Lowe's, who does the morning show, the morning extra with me and Rhino, he said it's tough sometimes after football comes to an end and then you're waiting on spring training for baseball and it's that dead and you have to come up with fake hypotheticals. He was like, when it's politics, it's never-ending.
2: Yeah, and and – I think it does end right after the election, just like it ends right. And it's fatigue. Call it. Well, it maybe people it may, tune away. They get no, a little. Oh, yeah, for sure. They get a for little. Sure. They get a I little content-wise. Content. Well, the content never, never ends. But it, doesn't, it doesn't in sports either. The way the NFL has laid out their schedule, so the second the Super Bowl is done. Then you have OT. Like it just has this draft, and then so. But but yes, I agree. But so so, we're in a very odd political time, let's say at the least, right? Of so. You know, even if you look at some of the comments about this station, I mean, all of a sudden now Fox News has come become a little bit the bad guy, and yeah. and Trump is here, and we want DeSantis, and you're seeing the party split. Now it always happens during primary season, of course. like we see it happen. But but tell me a little bit about what you're hearing from listeners, and and what you guys are because you really are the front lines, especially in Georgia, which really is the front lines yes. of the country. Oh Let's my call it spade to spade. It's the most important so, state so, there, there so is. So talk a little bit about what you're seeing, and I don't want to do predictions. Because no, of course I just learned, not. No, I get it. But t- talk about what you're seeing out there, and and what what you can do, because do you want to be impartial? Are we supporting? I mean, how's it going for you?
3: I don't know who I'm supporting at this point. I really don't. I voted for Trump twice, and if he's the nominee, I'll vote for him again. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I think, is an invaluable asset. The The background that he has as a Yale-educated man. He was served in the United States Navy. He's a great father, a great husband. His wife is going to be his biggest asset to getting him the nomination for the Republican Party. If he wins the nomination, I'm voting for him. But the one thing that nobody's talking about is a guy named Vivek Ramaswamy. He is a uh, tech guy, industry guy, business guy, and everything he said so far on the campaign trail, because he's trying to be the nominee for the Republican Party, it will not happen. He doesn't have—let's be honest— Trump sucks up all the attention. Yep. DeSantis is a close second sucking yep. up a lot of attention. So Vivek has no—Tim yep. Scott has no opportunity. Yep. Uh, Nikki Haley has no well, opportunity. Well, let me ask you this
2: question about Vivek because the, the, I saw something similar with the Democrats with Andrew Yang. Um, it was in the last cycle, and mm-hmm. he ended up being in New York. Couldn't even run mayor in New York, but he was such a smart guy. He was speaking at a level that was so clear and coherent and right. that it's like, how could this guy not win? And he was straight down the middle. He was not super—he Dem- believed Democratic things here there. there, so—, so but he faded so quickly. And that's what's so, going to happen to Vivek Deve- okay. as okay. well. But
3: everything he says, he's pretty conservative, but from a business point of view, yes. like he's a really
2: smart guy. Like everybody on earth that's fiscally conservative <laughs> and relatively socially liberal? Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
3: So, actually, I don't know, man. He's I don't even know that he's super socially liberal. I think, I, I think he's a pretty solid conservative, which is interesting because Trump's really not. No. He's not a super <laughs> no. solid conservative. No. I actually think Trump right now is shifting to the left a little bit because Ron DeSantis has the whole conservative – all the talking points for DeSantis and, the, and what he's done in Let Florida are you conservative. Now. You're seeing
2: Trump shift Let back me toward, toward the center a little bit. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Okay. That, I don't want to sound ignorant or naive, but would the people that voted for him in the past two elections be pissed if he went more to the left? Yes. Would they feel conned? Would they feel like this is just, an, well, this is just a con no, wait a minute. who's taken what's convenient for him? Which a I don't blame him for being, because honestly, every a, politician is a con Exactly
3: man. right. You're 100% right. I think a, a small portion- uh, now, if you take the Trump only people, right, they don't care. And, and they're going to vote for him no matter what yep. it is. Now, people that are more like me that voted for Trump and liked his policies, except for the last year of his presidency when things went a little crazy, and 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 you could do without some of his mouth. I get all that, yeah. but you know, for me, like I'm I'm up in the air, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Vivek Ramaswamy in the primary just to prove a point, Good. just just for principle Good. alone. Good. and then when whoever gets the nominee, that's that's who I'll vote for. So that's the, that's what I see happening on the Republican side. On the Democrat side, it's interesting because people are saying, Hey, we need to throw Biden out, but he's gotten everything they've asked for accomplished. Everything. He's done as much or more than Barack Obama has for the Democrats as far as what the the, the policies that they want to put in place, which I disagree with, but the things that that
2: they want done, he's gotten done. Let so me the ask fact you this that question th- though. They're thinking about throwing him out is surprising. Let me ask you this question though. Do you feel like the part, it has become so broken that it's because the Republicans just feel like, ah, we'll get it back on the next cycle. Like they, the, they're they not strong policies. They are vague. He's accomplished them, but they're such vague policies. They're not, there's no real call to action. All the stuff that they said from the infrastructure package isn't even coming into fruition for years. It's all hypothetical. I feel like the biggest problem with politics is no one speaks in, indirect. Like, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. It's so vaguely laid out. Student loans, you didn't accomplish anything. And not only that, it's going to go backwards. And now all these people are going to get hit with it at the same time. I just I'm not saying I'm not I'm not discrediting Biden I'm just saying it was flimsy policy that got pushed through by oh, yeah. the Republicans could you. just erase because now we're in a point where it's just oh we'll we'll get it next time oh we'll get them next we'll, we'll we'll take it back next time is but that really how you want to govern of them I know, that's, that's so both broken. sides
3: too that's, that's both so broken. sides so are broken. just the same way and that's the thing they want to advance the football as far as they can and then when they get to that point where nobody's accepting their policies anymore they fall back, the party changes hands, or whoever's in c- control changes hands, and then they pull the football
2: back the other way. So in it's what nothing part of but the crazy world tug is that in the best interest for the people of this Zero.
3: country? Zero. Yeah. No, but I say it all the time yeah. on our show. I'm not a Republican, man. I'm a conservative. I don't believe the Republican Party one yeah. thing they say. We had Buddy Carter on, who is uh, the representative for uh, uh, District 1, uh, Savannah, that whole yeah, area. yeah. And he voted for the debt ceiling package, and I tore him apart for doing it. And he tried to give me some nonsense answer, and I was like, buddy, I don't believe you, man. I'm sorry. I don't believe you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and the debt ceiling one's an interesting one because, again, so it's funny you said— you're not a Republican, you're a conservative, because at its core, I'm fiscally conservative, socially liberal, mm-hmm. but I would never in a million years call myself a liberal. Right. So that's a, one of the problems I see happening for the Republicans is they have that divide Dude, as where I where the never, do not have that. They don't, not, not in the same way. So, no, you're right about that. So, you know, I, look, I'm a libertarian at its core. I, I think I, I call myself a conservatarian lately, yeah, actually. And, and I am a capitalist and a libertarian, you can't be one because survival of the fittest would make us all animals. Mm-hmm. And I've seen most of the people, 90% of these people would fall off. And it would be a horrible thing. Um, but I just find it fascinating working for a conservative station, being involved in the day to day, seeing what is going to happen. So, um, you know, look, this has been a fun conversation. One of the last things I want to talk about, let's talk about Braves Country a little bit, because sure, I remember uh, when we started talking podcasts and developing this out, you and I were working pretty hand-in-hand. Hand. And what what you wanted to do, what the Braves Marks allowed us to do, was build this podcast that combined a lot of the parts of the South that people um, probably know on paper come together, but maybe don't necessarily. So talk a little bit about Braves Country. Talk about from where it went to where it is now, uh, some of the guests you have, and then how people can find it.
3: The idea I had was that, and then I've seen this in my Professional career that ball players want to be rock stars and rock stars want to be ball players. Yeah, the the folks that play baseball they love, they love. um, Oh yeah, gotcha. They they love uh, being on the field and they love being in front of 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 people, but they they wanted to play the guitar instead of hit baseballs. And and that's that. I think that's where it all comes from. Is that rock stars want to be ball players, ball players want to be rock stars. Anyway, so that. That morphed into when our discussions happened. Well, what what else goes on? College football. Every ball player is a college football fan, and and every uh, country music star is a ball. And they fans. wear those hats. They, of like they, like they if do. you
2: talk about the northeast or the west coast, it, it never made its way to the mm-hmm. team. Not the same way. I, no, I'm not, definitely not. Even close not. To the same way. No,
3: absolutely not. That's why you see Cole Swindell, who's a huge country star, down at the Braves game, and he's wearing his Georgia Southern hat. He always does. Those are the things that he loves. So, we're like, how do we get people to talk about these things? And so, all you have to do is be like, hey, man, who's your, if you're talking to a ball player, who's your favorite country star? or Who's your favorite rock star? Who's your favorite musician? Yeah. And, dude, they will just, here comes, yeah. the, because they're not used to talking about it. They're yeah. used to talking about stats and figures, and yeah. why didn't you get a hit in the second yeah. inning? And then, flip the script, if you're talking to Brantley Gilbert, who we've had on the show... Brantley's from Jefferson, huge Braves and Bulldogs fan. If you ask him about how the show went last night, he'll be like, oh, it was great, the crowd was great, man, we got the best response ever, man. They sang along to to, uh, all my songs, it was great. If you ask them about the Bulldogs or the Braves, man, did you see last night when the uh, when Rosario hit the grand slam? Yeah. It's fantastic.
2: They just open up in a different yeah. way that they that they don't get an opportunity Th- this to talk about. Southern culture is so pervasive across this country now, and it, and people don't understand. All my all my friends up in New York, they joke like they ask about it, but they don't really get it. It is so pervasive. It is crazy what's going on down here.
3: It's funny. My wife's from New York, as you know, and when she came down, she didn't have a, a college football team. She had never watched a college football game, and I was like, "Well, you're a Georgia fan now," and she's like, "Okay, fine." Well, she used to get mad at me and make fun of me a little bit because I would, it, when Georgia would lose, it would ruin my whole weekend. Yeah, and and I finally grew up a little bit, pulled back. It still irritates me, but it don't ruin my weekend now. It ruins her weekend yeah. because she has fallen into it. She's embraced well, luckily it if so much. You had two much. pretty good years. Right? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> to, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. But, but you can listen to the podcast on uh, at the podcast park. You can get it on any of the podcast platform: Apple, Spotify. Amazon or Google Play, and uh, you can go to uh, social media, find us on Instagram and Facebook
2: at Braves Country Podcast. And because of that podcast, uh, Mr. Nick got to meet Ed Roland, which was pretty cool. There you damn go, cool. man. So, Absolutely. Uh, all right, Tug, this has been awesome, man. I appreciate it very much. Listen to Extra 106.3. Engage with us. Advertise with us. I'm telling you, we are here for you. Uh, this has been the
1: Marketing madman Thank you for listening.